0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast. Bill Rosetti of Panthers Wire hitting you guys back up here. It is Saturday, July 28th. We are knee deep into training camp. In fact, today, on this third day of training camp, the pads are on. In fact, as I'm recording, uh, they are back on the field for day three of training camp. But today, we're just going to f- focus, like we did yesterday, a couple media observations. Wrapping up Friday's practice day number two, and uh, what was the essentially the last practice before pads. So again, very very exciting time. You know, like I said yesterday, it's always fun when the full pads come on. You know, obviously things are going to be a little different. You know, players that looked good in training or er, looked good in minicamp and OTAs could slide down a little bit, depending on on uh how they feel in pads you know, obviously it's a very uh it's a very different very different animal out there so really excited to see uh what will happen today in training camp But again we're going to look look at some of the, the the notes from yesterday's practice we'll start with and again with just a couple media roundups we'll look at panthers.com brian strickland's thoughts and then the folks over at the Charlotte Observer, kind of what they thought. So starting with Strickland, um, started again with the left guard competition, and once again, Amini Silatolu was the first man up, and then it was Greg Van Rotten who came in behind Silatolu. So interesting that uh, Van Rotten was in there. I, I did notice, too, and seen some of the tweets that in a second-team rep – uh, Taylor Moten was actually in at left guard, and I believe they said Taylor Hearn, the undrafted, the undrafted rookie out of Clemson, was in at left guard. So interesting combo there. Uh, you know, good to see Moten get some reps at left tackle. Obviously, we saw him get reps at right tackle last season as well as left guard. So being able to develop him into kind of that swing tackle really should only fare him well. I think, and as I've said before, I think he is definitely physically capable of handling both sides. I uh, noted the running back running back kind of rotation a little bit from yesterday. Uh, Christian McCaffrey obviously was first, but then Cameron Artis-Payne got the second look. But then later on, C.J. Anderson... Uh, followed McCaffrey, and you figure when when it comes to training camp, it's really just about rotation. It's really just about giving players reps. Obviously, when the season starts, we fully expect Anderson to get a lot of the carries or get a lot of the reps after McCaffrey. But you know, certainly, certainly good to see Artist Payne getting some reps. You know, you gotta you gotta give him a little bit of confidence, I think, and see if he can actually handle a little bit more work than just, you know, a couple snaps here and there uh, behind McCaffrey and Anderson. And then Brian notes about the cornerback battle. And once again, Kevon Seymour got the start on the outside, along with James Bradbury. And it was Denor Searcy getting the first, first team reps at safety with Mike Adams. But then, later on, Dante Jackson got some first team reps, and then Rashawn golden was opposite Mike Adams. So obviously, they're really rotating the rookies in. Uh, still have to think Seymour is the favorite. Uh, Seymour's the favorite coming out of OTAs and two days in a row, he gets he's the first one out there on with the first group. so have to feel like uh, Dante Jackson has a lot of work ahead of him, at least to grab a starting spot this year, at least early on, you know, but he could certainly impress in preseason and maybe, and you you never know, he could certainly, he could rest it out of the hands of Seymour. Uh, Golden, you know, there's, it's possible that he works his way to the starting lineup, but I think it's definitely looking like uh, Dinor Circe is, is the favorite there as well. Uh, you know, Golden, they want to look at him at safety. They want to look at him at nickel. So it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing with him as the weeks go on. Uh, Ron Rivera, next note from Brian, talks about... Uh, Rod Rivera and the quarterback spot, in terms of, you know, of course, who's going to back up Cam Newton? Rivera said, "quote We'd be foolish to come in thinking everything is set, and quite honestly, you can say that about every position you have on the field, probably with the exception of one." Unquote. Rivera said, referring to the quarterback spot. Ah, oh, so actually, excuse me. I was looking at and saw quarterback spot, but yeah, lo- obvi- it, it makes sense. Obviously, in terms of other starting positions, yeah, there's a lot of question marks. Obviously quarterbacks the one spot and you know running back as well i think you could say is fairly set uh speaking of newton brian's next note talked about him getting in rhythm during the second team session which was nine on nine and he said newton showed off his rhythm breaking out an impromptu dance showed off his rhythm breaking out an impromptu dance after completing a pass to tight end Greg Olson just ahead of a closing and clearly frustrated Thomas Davis. He even said Norv Turner had a little hop of the step when Newton missed the mark by a good margin on the next play, but then bounced back and hit a deep seam to Ian Thomas. Lorenzo Doss made one of the observations. Remember, Doss was kind of the... Uh, The top dog in OTAs, but it sounds like he was kind of up and down. He notes that uh, Doss didn't haul in an opportunity uh, for an interception back in OTAs, and his teammates got jumped on him, but he recorded a nice breakup on the next snap. And later in practice safety, Desmond Southward picked off a Taylor Heineke pass that was intended for Austin Duke. And uh, then more on Duke and quarterback Garrett Gilbert. He says, speaking of Duke, kind of quarterback, Garrett Gilbert helped UNC enjoy a victory of sorts over Duke in the same session. In short order, Gilbert twice connected with Tar Heel product, Bug Howard, when he was matched up against blue devil product, Ross Cockrell. By the way, I am a North Carolina basketball fan. So that's, pretty cool to see <laughs> uh he then continues to talk about southward by a late interception and then had a fumble recovery or the or southwards late interception was followed by a fumble recovery by dante jackson after fumble loss by moses Fraser. and then newton got one final series of snaps and hit a 25 25 yard completion to olsen that ended practice. So sounded like another solid day there for, for the offense. Uh, He also talked about, he says, and again, this is still with Brian. Specialists are sometimes picked on and sometimes pick fun at themselves for their lack of inclusion in significant portions of the game or of practice. Excuse me. Well, he said Friday, they got some extra work in what arguably wasn't their comfort zone. He says during a special teams period aimed at working with players on cutting off the angle of would-be tacklers in return situations. The would-be tacklers were tracking Graham Gano, Michael Pilardi, and JJ Jansen. Interesting. <laughs> hey, and listen, you know, obviously the kicker, especially on uh on kickoffs, is certainly a could sometimes be a target. You know, you know there's teams sometimes that wanna Go after the kickers, so good to let them shake off the rust a little bit. So at least from Brian, it sounds like it was a, a very solid day. And actually, before we go over to the Charlotte Observer and see what they talked about, we want to thank, take a moment to thank one of our great sponsors, BlueChew.com. Uh, li- Talking about the days when all you guys were ready to go. And if you want to get that extra confidence in bed, well, Blue Chew will do that for you. BlueChew.com helps you increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with the first chewable that has the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now we've got a special listener, f- special dealer deal for you listeners out there. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code On. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's blue promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: So now let's move over and talk about some of the observations over at by the trio at the Charles Observer: Joseph Person, Jordan Rodriguez, and Scott Fowler. First, noting about the the heavy heat down in Spartanburg—ninety-degree heat—and you guys down there in the Carolinas, uh, I don't know how much rain you guys have gotten. Sounds like it's been pretty solid weather-wise. Uh, up here in PA, we've been getting drenched with rain. In fact, we had spots that had severe flood watches. Uh, I know some people that had their basements flooded as well. It was it was a pretty nasty sight. So. Uh, but it sounds like down there, it's pretty hot. Uh, so they're, one of the first things they noticed was that They said the 90-degree heat, the accessory choice for fans on the hill at Wofford College was the golf umbrella. They aren't allowed at Bank of America Stadium, but they're very useful at Wofford. Uh, I said they know that there was a much lighter fan turnout for day two. And, you know, it's understandable, I guess. I mean, day day one, everybody's going to be excited. It's like, hey, football's back. And then some people, I'm sure, are just like, well... You know, it's only practice, you know, it's kind of a whatever thing for some of them. So, can't say it's, you know, too surprising. And obviously, people have lives. Oh. Uh, they know that the same guys sat out with injuries from day one. Brian Cox, Curtis Samuel, Fred Ross, Julius Peppers, and Chris Manhurts. But a note on Manhurts, they said he is able to walk and was able to do Light rehab work without the boot on. So that's definitely a good sign. Uh, we you know, we talked about Man Hurts and how he's hoping to be ready for week one. This obviously is a good sign that he doesn't need the boot. Uh, Cam Newton, fan interaction of the day. He threw a pass into the stands to a fan during a down moment. That's one thing I, I've noticed early so far about... Uh, training camp here for the Panthers. Cam Newton has definitely been, uh, you could tell Cam Newton's been pretty interactive with the crowd so far. Uh, You know, chatting with fans and, you know, even a note like this, playing a little catch. You know, maybe not as much as, say, like when Aaron Judge played catch with that fan, when the Yankees were in Philly, but still always good for, you know, even the, the big man himself to uh, take some time to play around with the fans. Uh, next note, actually going back to Lorenzo Doss, said he broke up passes on consecutive plays, continuing his strong showing from the spring. So there you go. It just confirms that Doss, who, like we said, was kind of the king of OTAs has started off pretty well over the first two days of training camp. Again, we'll see what happens when the full gear goes on. But good to see that he hasn't really lost a step in the five or six weeks, however long, since since they broke OTAs. He said, Ian Thomas is a fluid route runner for someone who is listed at 6'4", 260 or for someone who is not. And we've talked about Ian Thomas, how there was a lot of love for him coming out of Indiana. Obviously the numbers weren't really there, but you could just tell the athleticism was there, the hands were there. Uh, I know a lot of people felt that he he was a, a real good value. Some say even a steal uh, at the top of round four. So, def- definitely, someone to keep an eye on. You know, he obviously won't be won't be the featured guy there, obviously with Greg Olson. But listen, maybe later this season or down the line in a couple of years, he's Ian Thomas is going to be just fine. I think. You know, and with Cam Newton likely still there for a good while to come, he definitely there's definitely that chance. And I think it'll definitely happen that the Cam Newton, Greg Olson connection, you know, the way they've been trusting themselves could easily flip over to Cam Newton and Ian Thomas. Uh, they know, they know as well, the Desmond Southward interception of an underthrown Tyler Heineke pass. Uh, they noted. that, Next note was about their return game. They said, Kaelin Clay returned a punt for a touchdown last season, but the Panthers made a serious effort to upgrade punt returner in the offseason. And then they listed the guys that were getting reps as punt returner. DJ Moore, Torrey Smith, Christian Caffrey, Kenyon Barner, Demir Bird, and Dante Jackson. Kind of like how it was in the spring. A lot of guys getting reps at kick returner. Uh, Greg Van Rotten was getting first-team reps at center. As Ron Rivera said, they'll try to limit Ryan Khalil's reps to try to get him through the entire season. Nothing wrong there. Um, we know Van Rotten, of course, signed a new contract in the free agent during the offseason. Likely is going to be one of the one of the top backups on this offensive line, he's kind of that swing, swing lineman there, and you know, getting reps at center. I mean, he's getting some looks kind of all over the place. Like, like we said, he was in there after Silatolu at guard, and he's played a little bit of tackle as well. So he's getting some, he's getting some looks kind of all over the offensive line, which is good. Uh, staying on the offensive line, Brendan Mahon, the undrafted. Rookie out of Penn State. They know that he's one to watch. If you recall, remember, uh, the Panthers signed three undrafted rookies after the draft. Three undrafted guards. Mahon, Taylor Hearn, and the kid out of West Virginia, Kyle Bosch. But it sounds like Mahon and Hearn are getting more looks than Bosch right now. Uh, They noted once again, Alex Arma worked with tight ends. Um, Like we said yesterday, he's still trying to kind of fit in somewhere, fit into a position. But it also means he's, he's shown off his versatility a bit. Like we said, he was kind of last year and when he was, in college so really will be intriguing once the preseason games start how much they actually work arma at the tight end position on the field Uh, next note going back to austin duke the charlotte product said he had a nice day and put on some muscle said he no longer looks like a stiff breeze who would blow him over said also having a good day And UNC's Bug Howard. So, again, going back, just like what Brian said over at Panthers.com. Those are names that have been popping up all over the place now. Bug, Duke and Bug Howard. Uh, CJ Anderson, they said he had so many clothes on that it was hard to see him. He said he would do that for every practice, and so far he has. Again, I'm no fashion expert, so... To each their own, I guess. Offensive tackle Darrell Williams drew some praise for picking his man up off the ground, according to offensive line coach John Matsko, in a blocking drill. I'm guessing that's referring to Williams, I guess, got a pancake or something. Well, maybe not a pancake because you're not in full gear, but... You know, perhaps Williams just showing off his strength and perhaps knocked his opponent to the ground and maybe helped him back up. I'm guessing that's what that means. And if that's the case, then obviously that's a good look for him as a good teammate. Shaq Thompson went for an interception in the flat with, but didn't come up with it, leaving Greg Olson with a long game. And they have not They have a picture below that. Oh, no, it's, it's actually a picture of Olson catching a pass against Cockrell. So, no surprise that Greg Olson is making all these catches. You know, too bad for Shaq Thompson. He didn't get the interception. But, hey, store that in the memory bank, I guess, and move on and build from that. K1 Short leapt the bat down a pass, prompting a gasp from reporters on the sideline. Listen, defensive athletic defensive tackles like that it's always good to see that they're able to get up in there and just bat a pass down at the line of scrimmage you know we and as defensive tackles one of the things you're kind of taught too is you know and it's kind of similar may not be 100 percent based on you know likely not like right from this play but you know if you're ever watching defensive tackles one of the things they're taught, too, is that if you're trying to get a pass rush and you know you're not going to get a court, get to the quarterback, throw your hands up. Get your arms, get your hands in the passing lane to disrupt the quarterback. You know, that little bit could be just enough to get him kind of off his game. Uh so said Christian McCaffrey made a nice shoestring catch on the Newton screen pass that was tipped. And lastly, Garrett Gilbert has a cannon for an arm. That kind of tells me, I mean, you know, again, in soccer practice, as it were, and just, you know, just your helmets and that's about it. You're not really throwing against air, but obviously it's not totally live. But through two days, I think it's pretty safe to say that the favorite right now for the number two spot is Garrett Gilbert. So it sounds like Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen have a little bit of work to do to the rest of the training camp and in the preseason if they want to snatch that number two, number two job away from him. That's a look at the at the uh, the observations for day two of training camp. And real quick too, before we get out of here, we want to thank our other great sponsors here at the network over at NordicTrack.com. You know, I know some of you guys out there. I'm sure there's people out there that wish. You had more time to go to the gym. I personally, myself, have always said I'd, I'd love to find time to go to the gym. You know, and it would be pretty neat to bring the gym to your home. Well, you can do that with Nordic Track. They have a series of training equipment to give you amazing workouts in the convenience of your home, including treadmills, exercise bikes, incline trainers, and strength. You can join high-energy, streamed workouts any time of the day without stepping out the door. Join streamed workouts in both studios and exotic destinations around the world. Start your day with a run through the streets of Paris and end with cross-training on the shores of Thailand. Or work out on the African Safari. Workouts are led by the world's top personal trainers to ensure you meet your fitness goals. So here's a special offer for you Locked On listeners out there. Get $75 off your NordicTrack purchase by visiting nordictrack.com slash on and use the offer code LOCKEDON. Again, that's N-O-R-D-I-C-T-R-A-C-K dot com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and use the offer code LOCKEDON during your checkout to save $75 off your purchase.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?
0: So with that, we're going to get out of here, I think. Um, as again, I hope you guys are enjoying training camp. i uh, decided excited to come back and talk about the first day of full gear practice to see who's been standing out. And I think down the line we might do some roster projections a little bit here. And, hey, 12 days, first preseason game against the Bills. So it's coming very fast. As a reminder, you can check out the podcast over at iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast listening pleasure. I've been Bill Rossetti. You can find me on Twitter at Bill underscore Resetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. I'm going to get out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep it locked here, right here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. We'll see you next time right here on L-O-P.